0: Yeah, the ratings are, I would be willing to bet that the demo was probably a couple hundred thousand when it was failing and then it went up to 2.4 million. It probably shot up. Oh, wow. Season 10 reached over 11 and a half million total viewers. That is, that's bigger than network numbers. That's outrageous. More than 115 million hours of season 10 have been watched to date across both platforms as well as on small digital apps, season 10 reached over 11 and a half. Holy shit. That's insane. 11 and a half million. I thought that was like not even true. Wow. That's crazy. And a it's lot the of- the most watched cable series of 2023 in the 18 to 49 demo, which is the sweet spot that all the advertisers, Bravo has made millions and millions of dollars. This is the realm they must protect. That is, yeah, well, wow. All right, so now we're going to get into it. That, that's shocking. I'm glad I read that before getting into the reunion. Okay, mm-hmm. so it's all, they cash their checks. Yes. Yeah, they've all got Ferraris. Let's go.
1: Now, if that doesn't perk up your ears on what's going on within the entire media networking system, and the monster in which Bravo has become, and the greed in which is the oil and gas to that machine, I don't know what will. I mean, this interview was probably one of the best things to ever come out, in my opinion. I think it is, like I said, extremely eye-opening, It allows people to understand the numbers behind the salacious headlines, behind everything that we all fall for all the time. And it allows people to understand how if you are planning to get the last word in reality TV, there is no such thing. And that if you think that you're creating your own narrative on reality TV, there is no such thing. There's heavily, heavily edited scenes. Things are clipped and manufactured. um, And you may go into it very naive. Like, let's say Rachel or Raquel. Okay. And I do believe now that she was viewed as weak. I mean... You don't have to be... I mean, you could be Stevie Wonder, and you can see how she is shaking. And I mean this truly with compassion. Shaking with fear of speaking. Like, she has a serious fear. I could see it with with public speaking. Uh, it, almost, it almost makes me uncomfortable to listen to her speak. It's that bad. It almost gives me anxiety. Um it 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 she has this aura and this this voice of zero confidence within herself i mean it, it and it's to me it's very sad because i'm able to tap into that type of a mindset where this woman has been literally destroyed okay and i know a lot of people are going to disagree or whatever But what I don't like about our society and our culture is what actually Lala said during this entire season. I mean, and she said it directly to Raquel slash Rachel slash I don't know what she legally changed her name to now. You know, she should just, honestly, she should just change it to Bravo just to piss everybody off. That's what I would do. Um, And then make them have to give her residuals in some way. I mean the numbers do not lie and that's why I started this podcast with what the numbers were and how unbelievably high they were and the demo and the age bracket and and where the advertisers go and how much effing money was made on this drama this was 100% I believe not only manufactured but I mean the gas was put on it any any which way they could any which way they could I would love to see the unedited all the unedited footage from start to finish I would I honestly I would love to see it because I I truly believe that now that this this whole thing was and I'm not saying what she did was right, but I'm also not saying that what Tom did was right. And what is so morphed in our society is the shaming of a woman and how the guy gets off scot-free. I don't understand and I'm not and I'm not saying he got off scot free, but I mean it was very intense to read aloud What was said to this girl on national television You know And while While she was Extremely fragile Um And Going through some Some mental health stuff And I have to say I commend her for showing up I mean a lot of women would not have shown up And uh I will say that with only a grain of salt Because I I truly don't know how much she's getting paid she said she didn't get paid a lot which is a whole nother thing about this that is just so messed up you know it's like she was the most valuable player in all of this you know and uh i found it so interesting how she mentioned in this interview rachel that you know bravo wanted her back and she had enough confidence excuse me i just burped and i hope nobody heard that but if you did listen it is what it is um what rachel and i commend her for this she went back to bravo and was like you know and and side note after all of this after the reunion after getting completely destroyed on national television and i mean disgustingly okay it was horrible and everybody agreed everybody jumped on the bandwagon And in a way, rightfully so at that time, you know, and there's just so many points that were brought up during this interview that I really resonate with and how, you know, it was brought up that Bravo was, you know, excuse me, not just Bravo, but I I say Bravo because... You know, Andy Cohen basically is Bravo, so I don't even say his name anymore. I literally mention him as Bravo. But Andy was like, you know, when Rachel wanted to walk off during the reunion, he was like, no, 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 come back. And they they were both talking about this, Bethany and Rachel, and it's during the interview. And I, I'm i like, oh, my God, I didn't even realize that, but that's so true, you know, that nobody nobody offered her a tissue. You know, they gave... Ariana tissue okay that's understandable but it was really everything was so manufactured in a way that there was no way in hell that there was going to be any compassion given to Rachel in any way shape or form I'm not saying there should be I'm not saying there shouldn't be I'm just saying it is blatantly obvious that this show after the numbers are released and you can see just how much money was made for the network. I mean, it's what Bethany said. This was their meal. This wasn't even their meal ticket. This was their livelihood. This is something that, like B said, you have to protect. This is everything. 11.5 million or whatever the hell it was when the average for Bravo and like the top year for a Bravo housewife show was like 2.5 million. That's like very high. We're talking 2.5 to 11.5. And then knowing that Vanderpump rules was literally going down the shitter. And then all of a sudden the scandal happens. I mean, this just solidifies with me the fact that, and I'm not trying to get off on this topic, but it truly, it, it connects is Kim and Croy, and the manufacturing of highly dramatic situations to then get on the show, which now gets me to get into the fact that this is a very slippery slope and it's gonna get very fucking dangerous. It's gonna get dangerous because now people are gonna wanna stay relevant on the show and they're gonna be doing way more drastic things, crazier things to gain attention and to gain the viewership that the network needs. And then the network in return is going to demand s- those types of characters and if those characters don't perform, they're going to get them one way or another. So this is going to become a complete circus. I mean truly, it's going to it's actually a very scary and important interview that had to come out. And I didn't expect it to be this informative. I really didn't. I mean Obviously, I knew that, you know, networks were were banking off of this situation, but I didn't realize just how much. I didn't realize until the numbers were released and it really says everything, especially the fact that Bravo asked Rachel to come back after all of this. And Rachel stood up and said, listen, I will come back if you meet me at the same salary point as all of the other cast members. And Bravo refused, allegedly. They allegedly refused to do that. And that is just mind-blowing to me. That, that to me, it doesn't even make sense. It's like, why? Why wouldn't you do that? Because they can't appear like they're on her side? Like, it doesn't even make any sense. It would make sense for them to, to match it, bring her back, and continue this this saga, and maybe they will, maybe they won't. We still don't know. I don't. I don't even know if I believe everything that that Raquel's saying, but I also believe that she is extremely, extremely naive and innocent, and that she was the perfect sheep in all of this. She really was, because when it came out that, you know, by Rachel that uh, Tom Sandoval was offered a producer excuse me executive producer role or just a producer role in the next season after all of this like are you are what planet are we on like what's going on and he and ariana are still living in the same house i mean <laughs> that I, I don't really personally i don't care but it just shows to me that like it's not that bad to the point where you know, she's, she can't stand being around him. You know what I mean? Like when you get to a point where, I mean, it's just brutal. And and again, I don't know the whole situation. So I can't really say, um, I know that Ariana mentioned that it doesn't really matter because they're barely at home anyway. Um, which I could see that too. But I, it's like, when you, when you bring it back to that reunion, when Bethany was reading, the words that were spewed at this girl, it's really unbelievable that she was uh, able to just sit there and take it. And uh, it was heartbreaking. It it really was because it wasn't just her fault. It wasn't just, you know, it was also the fact that she was videotaped by a man without consent which is a whole nother thing, and I think that got swept way under the rug during this whole thing. And again, I'm not making her a victim by any means. I I don't I don't feel like I don't feel like anyone's a victim really in any of this. I just feel like she should have been smarter. I feel like she should have had um, people advising her, and um, I don't think that she was equipped enough for reality TV. I don't think she she had enough. experience blatant life experience to know like who she was getting in bed with, no pun intended when it comes to the entertainment business Uh, and she got burned really really badly because look at it, I mean Ariana is literally flourishing okay, she's getting Dancing with the Stars, she's getting major ads, I mean multi-million dollar deals, okay you've got the guy that she was allegedly dating Tom, doing fine. You know, yeah, he got a little shit, but he's doing fine. And then you've got Rachel, who is literally... She's like, I'm, I'm literally broke. Like, I've gotten nothing from this. And that, that to me, bothers me. It's like, if you guys want to create this shit and this drama, like, at least pay everybody the same. And I think that, to me, is the biggest problem with it all. Because even Rachel okay is learning that that was messed up that that aspect of it all was messed up okay and when she said that i was like okay well maybe she was in on it a little bit maybe maybe or maybe not i don't know to be honest i i I don't sense that she she was i think that she got really wrapped up in the web of tom sandoval and i think that you know guys are really good at feeding you bs and uh, if you're young, as and especially as young as she was at the time, I mean, and so impressionable, I could so see that, it, you know, and then she said she was struggling with mental health stuff and, uh, you know, drinking heavily on the show. Um, oh, and another major point that I have to bring up that was stated is that and, and I have to give the credit to Bethany for asking this question, which was really a perfect question, was like, were you guys, were you and Ariana really good friends? Like, were you guys truly best friends in real life? And Rachel's like, no, like, we we never hung out outside of recording, which to me is like, if that doesn't tell you what's going on here, I don't know what does other than the numbers. I mean, that's crazy. That's not your friend. That's not your best friend. If you're only friends when the cameras are rolling. So it just shows you on a very small level of how much things are manufactured on reality television. I mean, it, it's, it's actually mind alteringly scary. I mean, it's, I mean, I mean, maybe that's pushing it a bit, but you know, I, uh, I just see this being a very slippery slope in a lot of ways because if this is what all of the executives see now as a workable system to make billions of dollars very quickly do you think they're going to stop doing this absolutely not and they're doing this with young people okay and that alone is going to be a nightmare. I mean, it, it, I, I'm almost scared to see like what the next season's going to be and what they're going to create for the next season. Um, it really does scare me, and I, and I see it now this, this, you know, I don't know, phenomenon of understanding that this is the way you make all the money within Bravo. So I do believe that there are people leaking to other shows like this is how this is how you stay relevant this is how you keep it going you want back on the show this is what you do there's got to be an affair there's got to be an ending marriage or you know I don't even want to say other traumatic things I truly don't even want to say it to put it out there in the world you know but there could be like some horribly horrible shit that can happen and if someone's not in the right state of mind or if someone's trying to get sober, let's say, that's on the show and you know they're pushing them, the producers and like, listen, you want back on the show? Like you you had an issue, what do you have an issue with? Drugs or alcohol or whatever your issue is like, just, just do that for a little bit. And again, this is all allegedly I'm saying as an, an example of what possibly could happen and where I see all these shows going. Once they see somebody weak, that is desperate to be on the show or stay relevant on the show is them saying like, Oh, you struggle with that. start drinking again a little bit, start doing whatever you used to do, or, you know, go have an affair or go do this. Or, I mean, I don't even want to say some of the things because I think you guys know, I mean, this is going to get crazy and it's only going to continue and can continue and continue. And, continue. and it's just such a poor message. I mean, the demo is, what, 18 to twenty, twenty eight 28 or 27, they said. And I mean, what are they what are we teaching people? What are we teaching young adults? I mean, that's that I think that is the, the part that really is scary to me. And uh, I don't know. I, I really commend uh, both of these women for speaking up, especially Bethany Frankel, because, I mean, I've always had an extreme respect for her. I've liked her from the jump. I, um, and I'm not trying to gas her up. I just like that she's she's has a very strong. She's a feminine, you know, a feminine woman, but extremely strong-willed, very dominant personality, very alpha. And I relate so much to that. And she's such a straight shooter. So to have her really explain this situation. Uh, almost surgically the way in which she did because she is so, I mean, unbelievably successful in business and understands the show and the fact of getting all of these different offers through Bravo and having different shows and how they, you know, work you to the bone to get you to do what they want. Um, I think it's just, I think its it was a perfect interview it wasn't too long it wasn't too short and it was so I mean detailed and surgically done in a manner in which anybody anywhere in the world that understands or has subtitles can see what's going on here um and it's definitely it definitely makes me view any show completely differently now I mean I I obviously knew that not all of it was real, but like, I didn't think it was to the degree in which, you know, it was getting, um, which is scary. It's like, it's, it all goes back to this, like we need more, 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 more content, better content, more salacious content, more problems, because that's what people are drawn to. We're drawn to the car crash. We're drawn to the chaos. We're drawn to all these things, the negative, the bad, if you're doing well on reality TV, you're you're done. I mean, if you're normal, like Bethany said, she had a great example. Like if you're normal, if you're doing good, like you're going to get dropped or something's going to happen. You're going to be let go. But what what Bravo wants is you at your worst or you being the absolute best or you're the one putting the other person down. And it's just a nightmare. And that's, absolutely what happened here. They saw that she was going to become the scapegoat. There's one every season, but this time, this time I think they pushed it to a degree in which, I mean, this girl, and I do not want to say it, like she could have unalived herself over, over just the reunion. And I don't care. I'm saying that I don't care. Um, it was something that ran through my mind throughout the whole time that I was watching the reunion. And I was really like, and, and again, I'm not backtracking on my thoughts. I was angry at her and Tom at the whole situation. I didn't realize a lot of the things that I know now. Um, and it has nothing to do with Bethany. I mean, in the sense that he and Ariana were basically done. And uh, which, again, I'm not saying is OK. I'm just saying I don't necessarily believe, excuse me, That Ariana didn't know about it. I said it. There you go. I don't believe that Ariana 100% did not know that anything was going on. I think that she didn't care. I think that she is smart enough, because she is a smart woman, to know that this was only going to bolster her brand, bolster her sandwich shop that she just opened with Katie, and it was going to completely help her and Tom in the long run. And, uh, which is really just, I mean, that's Hollywood, baby. Truly, that's the only thing I could say is that is Hollywood because that's what it is. You know, I think Andy Cohen is, uh, is, I don't, I don't even know how to say this because I really like him. I truly do, but I also know the side of him that is he'll do anything for that, you know, that content that's just gonna knock the ratings out of the water and he's very good at delivering that i mean you could tell that just by his questions during any reunion i mean he this isn't his first rodeo this is his his life for how many how many decades now and uh vanderpump rules is the meal ticket it really really is allegedly it was going down which i think is interesting but when you look back and you go back to the last episode or excuse me the last season and and the episodes within that season, you can see the decline you do see the decline and you know what i blame I blame them letting go of Stasi. I thought Stasi was hilarious i th- I mean there would always be drama with her. I think that them letting her go was just dumb um again I don't know the I, I know some of the details on why in which they did but It's just like if if that's going to be the reason some some statement she made, okay, why wasn't that brought up? I'll tell you why, because they're trying to protect their own ass legally. So it's it's all about the network. It's all about what's best for them. And uh, at the end of the day, I think a lot of people need to keep that in the back of their mind when they're watching these shows, because Holy cow, I mean, this girl got ripped to shreds. And, you know, I understand a degree to that, but my biggest issue is what I've been seeing is just hate on women. I mean, it's just terrible. It's like guys can fuck 100, 200,000 women and they get a pat on the back. But if a woman has sex with a bunch of guys, we all know what she's called, right? Right. And I'm not saying Rachel did that, I'm not saying anything like that, but that double standard really bothers me. It always has, because it, it's, it's just, it doesn't make any sense. And uh, I see it now, I see it now with the new, the latest fight that is, I guess, Dylan Danis and Logan Paul, and how Dylan Dannis is just destroying his fiance. I mean, he's, Dylan Dannis is saying stuff about his fiance and posting stuff about her that is so vile and so disrespectful and i understand shit talk i understand all that and you're trying to psych somebody out but i mean he's going so low to the point where it's i mean i don't even i don't even have words it's it's really just like what are we doing is this where we're at you know it's like you guys can make fun of each other but don't go after their significant others their family uh it really just speaks poorly on who you are as an individual, I, I yeah, that, the it's just, that stuff is crazy. Um, you know, a lot of people are talking about how they don't think they're going to last because of it, but I truly think that, and I, I mean, I thought for a couple of days that it, you know, Logan might not, you know, want to marry her after all this stuff, but it's almost like, again, it goes back to. If I was Nina, I would say, hey, Logan, how about we go through everybody that you fucked for the past, what, 15 years of your life? Every single girl where, I mean, there's vlogs of this guy talking about it. So it just, the the standards are just so warped and it really, really just ticks me off. So there is a part of me while watching that interview with Bethany and, uh, and Rachel, to recap, is it just, it really is something that people, we are so quick to jump, right? We are so quick to jump on people, but oftentimes we don't take a step back and go, wait a minute, like there's, there's definitely, whatever we're being fed doesn't mean that it's true. And I, like I've said, I fall victim to this all the time. I mean, everybody does, it's almost natural. I mean these media companies uh, the way that they're able to market things and to get you to believe something is is unbelievable within itself. So, you know, that's not surprising, but uh there was just a lot of parts there that were just gut wrenching to hear coming out of her mouth, you know, and uh and to know that she just got completely thrown to the side and and just, I mean, as if, it, as, as if she didn't even matter or exist or anything like that, and uh, she's a person, she's a human, she fucked up, we all fuck up, we've all messed up in life, that is a fact, we're going to continue to mess up in life, you know, I was always told as a kid, like, the less fuck-ups you make, like, the further you're going to go, so just learn from them, and she clearly appears to have... Um, I just, it's just unbelievable. It's still sinking in just how much money was made by that season. And to know that little fact, I don't think I would be able to watch the reunion again and take it seriously. I truly don't. I don't even even know if I'll be able to really enjoy the show anymore. I mean, that's a lie. I I mean, it's just such a good show. But again, depends on who's on it. And to be frank, I wish that they got her to sign to come back. I mean, how great would that be? But you know what it is, is they don't want her to come on and tell her story. So, and that's my opinion on that because why else wouldn't they? Why else? Or is it them showing their hand if they allow her back that it was manufactured? You know, who knows? But I mean, these, these networks are unbelievable. So how do I truly feel about all this in closing? I feel relieved. I feel disappointed and disgusted, um, but also not surprised. And uh, I just feel that everything's going to start to get really, really crazy in reality TV now. It's going to be a lot of fake neg, a lot of fake negative things happening in you know people's lives that are on the show and uh, it's gonna become a game of clue on who's telling the truth and who's not. And, and as silly as I'm saying that in a, in a you know comedic way, it's true, it's, it's gonna happen, it's a fact. I now know that Kim and Croy and this whole thing was 100% manufactured. It, it has to be. Allegedly I'm saying it is, but 100%. It was all during the same time. It was all during the same time of the numbers coming out And the revenue that, you know, was known to have been dropped on the production and Bravo and and Andy Cohen from this whole scandal And then, boom, all this stuff with Kim and Crow. it's just it's, it's just obvious they've learned. They've learned the technique. They've learned the recipe in which to save a show and to protect a show and you think that they're not going to do that again, if that's what you think, then boy, oh boy, you and Rachel should just run off into the sunset together. Until next time.
0: In a very short period of time on the reunion, diabolical, demented, subhuman, shut the fuck up, fuck you, fuck yourself with a fucking cheese grater. You're disgusting and I wish the worst that can ever happen to a person on you. And then you said, I feel like a piece of shit. And then it was said to you about you, she's a... And then Lala says, my love, I think you need to get mentally evaluated. You're truly insane. And then you say, I am getting mentally evaluated. And then it said to you, you're a fucking psychopath. You're a dementor. You're a soul-sucking individual. You're ugly. You're hideous. You're rotten on the inside. Rotten, rotten like a moldy piece of fruit. Rotten. You are nothing. You are nothing. You are nothing. Let that sink in because I know it's hard for you to let other people's thoughts go into your brain because you never have had an original thought of your own. You are nothing. You're dead to everybody now. I'm really sorry. Like, that was actually said to you on national television. And then you said, no one handed you a tissue. I saw Ariana got a tissue. No one handed you a tissue. And then you started to walk off. And Andy said, hold on, come back.